Hey guys, welcome back for today's video. Today we're going to be talking about Type 6 and specifically the wings of the Type 6. Uh, 6 Wing 5, the Defender, or sometimes called the Guardian, and the 6 Wing 7, uh, which is called the Buddy, or sometimes it's called the Confidant, but I think Buddy is really good. Buddy and Defender, good, good terms for both of these. Okay, so just before we start in with the wings, a uh, little bit of review, and I'm always reading and learning more and observing more about each type, and um, was reading about the six some more today. You know, the six is kind of that archetype for the person in all of us, the type that uh, feels small. We feel small, we feel, we feel like children in a world full of big adults, and sixes, you know, feel that way. They it's like they never got past that stage. They, it's like everything is a threat. Everything could be a threat. And, of course, they're in the fear group, and they are the most obvious of the fear types. Um, the five, you know, tends to say, well, if I can minimize my needs and detach, then I don't have anything to be afraid of because I don't. nobody can fail to deliver when I don't need anything. Nobody can take away the things from me if I if if I don't need them I, I if I can detach emotionally and detach from the group then um, I, I I don't have anything to be afraid of um, and if I can master some niche of information or master some you know bit of knowledge then I'll be safe and secure in this world as I interact with that information that information will be my bridge you might say uh, to the greater larger world Sevens uh, deal with their fear by avoidance of the uh, painful um, or the sad or anything that would provoke you know that fear in them or that bad feelings in them, and then through distraction, you know sevens distract themselves uh, away from um, anything that might be troublesome or problematic in their life. Sixes way of dealing with fear is more direct. It's to predict, to uh, plan, to prepare, to either um, flee or to face their fears, to embolden themselves or to move away from their fears. So you could say through fight or flight um, or maybe even friends, flight, fight, you know, flee, fight or, or through your friends. And the six wing seven is going to probably be more of like the friend uh, approach, uh, the buddy named appropriately than the six wing five. So what else do we want to say about sixes? Sixes sometimes project their their imbalance on the world around them. The fears come internally. The fears come from within inside them, but they are projected externally. So the idea is. You know they'll start to feel the anxiety or the fear, and then then go looking for who caused that fear, who's making me feel this way, who who who's demonstrating suspicious behavior, and since sixes have tuned fine tuned their ability, um, their radar to see through people's um, you know people's motives to 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 assess all dangers and threats. Sixes sometimes, you know, they they sometimes project their fears or what they're afraid of into other people's motivations. Because a six is looking at the world, scanning it for dangers and scanning it for trouble and scanning it for people's true motives, they, 
they 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 might not be able to like you know break that break free from that pattern when there really is nothing around them that is threatening them and so they may start to perceive threats where there are no threats they may start to feel you know that anxiety and that fear and and then go looking for threats when when there legitimately are no threats around them but by doing that behavior by questioning people's motives and by being suspicious of their behaviors and suspicious of their 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 actions you may actually begin to create threats for yourself meaning that if you start questioning everybody's motives and you start being suspicious well what do you mean by that and why did you say it like that and what what are you really trying to say you might start to turn people against you and what you were afraid of that they were against you they may actually start to become you know being against you because they don't appreciate being under the spotlight or having their motives questioned and so they might start to actually turn against you which just further strengthens and supports that notion that you know people may not be trustworthy so sixes you know maybe they grew up with a father that wasn't trustworthy or reliable or wasn't a good protector or the father that would you know come in uh, that's this is kind of the story that sixes you know uh, when you read through the literature, you talk to sixes, you'll kind of get this pattern that, you know, they had this protective figure in their life that might have come home one night, you know, and been happy-go-lucky, you know, spontaneous, and then the next night comes home angry. And, and so the six, you know, begins to to uh, doubt, you know, is this protective person going to be there to protect me? Are they going to be a threat against me? And they start looking for subtle cues as to how to assess the situation for today. Am I in danger today or am I going to be okay today? And this pattern never really gets turned off. Um, so everything in life becomes, you know, scanning for potential da dangers and threats and then trying to assess and problem solve and troubleshoot all the time. Um, and when you approach life with that kind of mentality or approach relationships with that kind of you know, uh, fear, and remember the, the sin of the six is legitimate fear, you know, it can become problematic for building connections and building cohesive relationships with people because people don't like to be doubted. People don't like to be, you know, uh, don't like when you're suspicious of their motives all the time. So sixes try to deal with potential threats directly uh, by either moving away from those threats, by perceiving them first and then moving away from them or by perceiving them and then planning and preparing and direct, you know, handling them directly or by becoming a part of a collaborative group that will keep me safe or following the rules to keep me safe. So sixes could sometimes look like ones and I think could mistake themselves as ones where ones follow the rules and know the rules intuitively. Sixes sort of like have the guidelines memorized and so they're going to they're going to follow the procedures and follow the guidelines because that's what's going to keep them safe. Um, or I'm going to make the right connections with the right people because those right people will help keep me safe. Um, I have plenty of this on the other videos about the six where I talk about, you know, the wolf pack that's breathing down their neck and the the tom tom drums that are beating that they can hear that just spell out danger. And sixes are very attuned to that kind of danger. So how 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 does it uh how is it nuanced with with the wings? Um well, when you take a six, take that archetype six, you know, of being assessing threats and dangers and avoiding 
you know, those things that might be problematic and uh, being prepared for the worst case scenarios and devil's advocate and all those things we know and love about sixes. What about when they blend over into the five wing, um, when they move toward five or when they have that dominant five wing? Okay, well, fives, you know, are a fear type and fives try to manage their fears by having all the appropriate accurate data and accurate information. So when you mix that, you know, six with a five and you get that five wing, a five wing six is called a problem solver. Okay. And then a six wing five is called a defender. So a six wing five is going to be in a very problem solving, you know, mode of dealing with life as if there are problems everywhere and those problems need to be handled, sorted, uh, dealt with, uh, evaluated, uh, prepared for, planned for, and then if we align ourselves with the right procedures or we align ourselves with the right groups in opposition to the wrong groups, then we will defend ourselves. Uh, we will guard the traditions and values. And by being a part of the right group, we can defend ourselves against the wrong things or the wrong, the wrong um, outcomes. And so I think you're going to find six-wing fives move toward introversion six wing sevens move toward extroversion so if you're a six and you tend to be extroverted you're you might assume that you are probably a six wing seven if you're a six and you're very introverted or you move toward introversion you're probably moving toward the five so that may be a real simple way to evaluate you know am i a six five or a six seven Six fives are going to tend to be, and again, it's not every case, but they're going to tend to be intro, more introverted than the six wing seven. They're going to tend to uh, move toward procedures, policies, problem solving, information, solving their problems and their fears by getting the right information. They're going to be more like the devil's advocate. How can we know for sure? And where did you get your information at? And uh, where, you know, uh, what does this group really believe? And and so sixes are going to have, by nature, a sort of an anti-authoritarian bias, an underdog bias for the underdog against the authority, because we all understand that authority structures can sometimes be put in place, not for our benefit. They can be put in place and become power centers that are intent on abusing that power. And so sixes are very skeptical and very aware you know, of how people sometimes get into power positions in order to abuse that power position and to, to um, you know, create pain and, and become authoritarian. At the same time, sixes want authority. They want authority they can trust in. They want good models of authority. So the six-wing five, I think, is going to be, you know, illustrated by, um, uh, think like the, the typical news commentator, um, I can't speak for all of them, but like, for example, if you're a conservative, you might know Glenn Beck. That's a good example of a six-wing five. A person who says, watch out for those people over there. That group, those people, and it can be on either side of the political you know, agenda, whether it's left or right or middle or whatever. It's that mindset that says, this group over here is going to keep us safe. That group over there, that group over there, we ought to be suspicious of that group over there. They want to take away your guns or they want to put guns in everybody's hand. Again, it doesn't matter 
whether they're conservative or liberal, it's that idea that if you if you want to be safe and you want to be right and you want to be okay, then you need to align yourself with this group who has good information, is based on the right traditional values or the right value system. This system will keep us safe. That's very 6-5 thinking. This system will keep us safe. That system over there, that totalitarianism, that fascism, or that communism, or socialism, or whatever these big words are that everybody gets excited about in these days. That system over there is bankrupt. That system over there is destroying lives. And the people that are promoting that, we need to be suspicious of. Those people are not serving our best interests. They're out to get us. And so you need to align yourself and you need, to, you need to accept and adopt this system as the means to protect us. Six-wing fives are very much like this, that these groups will keep us safe, these groups should be trustworthy, and those groups over there are very suspicious. And so they're constantly scanning the horizon for, for evidence of that other group working in society oh do you see that label on the back of that you know on the back of this pimento cheese that label indicates that this company has bought into the one world government agenda and six five see that kind of thing everywhere and not that it's not everywhere it may very well be i'm not a six i don't look for it um but six fives see that kind of thing they're like this podcast you know, this this podcast is going to keep you safe. This podcast, they're not afraid to tell you the real facts to show you the conspiracy that's out there. And if you're not a part, if you don't believe in conspiracies, then you're probably a part of the conspiracy. Six-wing fives are very much guardians of the traditional values, guardians of the family, guardians of the value systems that will protect us against those forms are those systems that are threats against us. And, um, okay, so that's, again, information, the right information will protect us. The wrong information could could overthrow and destroy us. Well, let's see what else do I want to say about this. Six uh, wing fives uh, seek security by investing in strong beliefs and aligning with the right groups. Now, that's not the same thing as aligning with with uh, a social network of friends, which is the six seven. It's nuanced difference, but it's a difference. This group, this um, this organization, this belief system, this fraternity, this fraternal organization, this you know is salt of the earth, good people that'll keep us safe. That'll that's different than I need. I, I look to my friends, you know, my coworkers or my family. That's that's a little nuanced difference, but the six wing seven is going to be much more, you know, not moving away from organizations and authority to moving toward actual people in their lives. Um, okay, we'll get there in a minute. Fairness is a big deal for six wing fives and six wing sevens, but fairness is a big deal and working against unjust uh, or unfair uh, things that are perceived to be unfair or unjust, especially against the underdog. They six six fives can be very aggressive about their cause, and they they tend to do this thing called splitting. Splitting is when you say these people on this side of the equation are good and all good, and these people on that side of the equation are bad and all bad. And they don't they don't necessarily have an easy time of seeing that there's good and bad in everybody, and there's good and bad in every organization. 
No, if you uh, promote this value system or you promote this doctrine or this idea, then you're bad. You're bad and we should stay away from you. We need to draw a clear line. You're on the other side. You're on the other end. You're on the other team. And we're very much on this side, on this line. And it's either or. It's splitting. Okay? And I think nines, you know, nines don't see the world that way at all. Nines try to really understand and value everybody's viewpoint. Uh, six goes to nine in health, right? So if you're a six and you say, well, I don't think like that. I, I don't split people into two groups, good and bad. Um, well, maybe that just means you're healthy because nines don't do that either. Nines really try to understand everybody's viewpoint and can see the value, even if they might disagree, they can see the value in, in other people's opinions and other people's right to have those opinions. So if you're a six and you're saying, I don't do that, it may just be an indication that you're you're in a good place, okay? Because it's not necessarily that helpful to say, we're all good, they're all bad. We've got it right, they've got it wrong. They've got it wrong, so we need to protect ourselves against them, um, against their influence. And then you'll start seeing their influence everywhere. And so we can't watch this movie, we can't listen to this station, we can't read those books. And that's where six thinking, if it's not tempered and balanced, could lead people is is in in boycotting and banning and restricting and and sixes then can kind of become the very thing they're afraid of as they project their fears externally on other groups who are authoritarian sixes can become somewhat authoritarian that if you don't see things this way then we're going to boycott you we're going to ban you. The whole neighborhood is going to turn against you. And sixes can easily, you know, kind of go into mutiny mode. They want to be supportive sailors, you know, and go along with the captain, wherever the captain, that's what they, in their mind, that's what they envision themselves as being, as being good sailors who just go along with the captain in a supportive, helping way. And good sixes are very supporting, loyal, helpful people. But there is within every six that tendency to mutiny. If, as they're scanning you, especially if you're the authority figure, as they're scanning you, if they pick up on any insincerity, and sixes can pick it up, sometimes when it's not there, that's the whole, that's what I'm talking about is, a lot of times, we, all of us, even when it's not there, I mean, even when that leader really is trying to be the best he or she can be and cares about the people, if there's any insincerity in you as a leader, sixes are going to are be the first ones to pick it up. But here's the reality is within all of us, because of our brokenness, within all of us, there is some insincerity. And so none of us are all good or all bad. All of us, you know, have strengths and weaknesses. All of us have our pros and cons. Sixes are going to pick up on your cons. They're going to pick up on what you're not saying, what's not being said. And all of those nuances they're scanning for because they're in that pattern of the child scanning, is dad mad today? Is dad angry today? Am I going to get a whooping today? And so I need to be careful what I say and careful what I do because if I push dad in the wrong direction, I might suffer and pay for it. So I need to plan, prepare, or I need to align myself with mom in such a way that I can that she can protect me from dad. This is the way sixes are thinking, okay? They're still thinking in that in that early, you know, way, like we might think when we were little, okay, when we were little kids, they're still thinking in that way. And no disrespect to sixes. I'm not saying you're immature. 
Uh, I'm just saying that that you're kind of stuck in that in that pattern for whatever reasons. I can't tell you what the reasons are, but for whatever reasons, sixes are still scanning the authority figures, scanning the groups, scanning the forces that are at work in society, and trying to evaluate: Will these protect me? Then I want to align myself with them. Will these uh, people and these groups, will they threaten me? Then I want to distance myself from them. And if you align with them, I'll distance myself from you. But the problem is, is when you get to the end of it, even the, even the groups that the six has aligned themselves with, given enough time, the six will probably find reasons why those groups are, are, are to be boycotted as well. Because you're never going to find an organization or a belief system or a group or a structure or anything that is going to be perfect uh, in every way. You just, you just aren't. Okay, we all know that. We live with that. We live with that reality, and I think that's called ambivalence. Ambivalence is when you just realize that nothing's going to be a hundred percent, and so sometimes it comes down to this is better than that. Although this ain't no good, <laughs> you know. I don't want to vote for Nebuchadnezzar, but I also, you know, don't want Cyrus as my king either. So I guess I'll take Nebuchadnezzar instead of Cyrus because Nebuchadnezzar ain't as bad as Cyrus, but Nebuchadnezzar ain't no great deal either. And most of us with ambivalence, we go, you know, you got two bad choices in life. And so I guess I'll take the least worse one. It's hard for sixes because sixes don't want to take a bad choice. Um, okay. So let's see. I get a little amped up here and lose sight of where I'm at. Um, loyalty is a big thing for sixes, particularly six wing fives. Loyalty to the groups that are going to keep us safe. Loyalty to the groups that, you know, have proven themselves, have a good track record. Sixes can be skeptical of authority. They are more introverted, more self-controlled, project their feelings onto others. All right. Um, look for reassurance from systems and beliefs and belief structures. Um, they can become partisan and reactionary in their stances against certain groups. They can become rebellious. I said all that, mutiny and all that. Um, uh, and again, think like the, uh, the news commentator. Maybe not so much the newscaster, but like the news commentator that, that starts the radio show off with, can you believe what, the, um, what you know, group so-and-so did this week? You'll be shocked and horrified when you learn what's really going on behind the scenes, what they're not telling you, the story you haven't heard, how they want to get into your wallet, how they want to take over your kids. They're subverting your school system. Do you know how much is going to cost in taxes? That whole alarm. And you'll know when you're you you'll know when you're working with a six, when you're talking to a six, because you'll start to feel the anxiety they feel. They'll start to share that with you. Isn't that a gift? Isn't that a blessing um the six will start to you know project that anxiety out and all of a sudden you'll be like oh my goodness i had no idea that's really going on they're doing that in washington are you serious somebody with that disease is is in our community oh no you'll start to feel that anxiety over stuff you didn't know you were supposed to be worried about and all of a sudden you start they start to share that anxiety with you and then you know you're you're kind of saying at the at the end of the conversation, sign me up, sign me up for the uh, you know for the the meal kit boxes, so that when the zombie apocalypse comes, then I'll be okay for the next three months. Sign me up for the water filtration system. Sign me up for the uh, 
um, you know, for the uh, the the extra insurance because now that I've talked to you, now I'm aware of of the threat and the danger. So sign me. This is all six kind of stuff. I'm again, I'm not trying to belittle or you know to to cast a negative light. I'm I'm just trying to help sixes understand what's going on and help the rest of us understand what six stuff looks like and again the six wing five is going to lean on information on facts on data on you know um um those kinds of heady type things to help them understand and orient themselves to the world and also help to solve their problems you know to protect themselves um so i'd say look at the news commentator that kind of that kind of mentality um let's see did i have a Okay, now the six wing seven. So the six wing seven, you've got that same archetype, you know, fear based personality, but you're moving now toward the seven, which wants to ignore everything that is scary and run away from everything that is painful and go in their own direction and be more assertive. Sevens are assertive types, okay? They assert themselves. So the six wing seven is probably going to be more extroverted probably going to be more assertive and uh, probably be more likely to go their own way and do their own thing and not necessarily as much need to be a defender and a guardian um, but maybe you know more tied to their their uh, their nuclear group you know not so much their organization where the six five says join this organization and you'll you'll be a good citizen. The six wing seven is I've got my good friends and I like to run my ideas past them and I like you know that support that I get from my friends and I'm supportive of them and I check in on them and they check in on me and we're loyal to each other and the six wing seven I think is going to feel much safer in the world because of their close friends and their and their relationships their personal relationships not their corporate relationships okay so these people tend to be more i don't want to say this in a negative way against six fives but more engaging more personable more funny and will use humor you know as a way of bringing levity to those fears they they'll they will probably tend to What's the word? When you make fun of yourself, self-deprecate, they'll probably use more self-deprecating humor and point out and laugh at their own fears more than the six-wing five. Uh, the six-wing five is going to be more serious, more focused, more evangelistic in their crusade against and their crusade for the things that keep us safe. Where the six-wing seven is going to tend to be a touch more lighthearted and more self-deprecating and more willing to laugh at themselves um, and uh, they're not necessarily going to be as focused on the big political drama and narratives that are happening in big society they're more likely to be focused on their problems at work or their challenges in their family or their challenges with you know paying bills and taxes and and fighting the flu and their dog scruffy that's gotten lost and this is a big crisis it's probably going to be more like 
the 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 small scale things of life not the grand isms in life like the six the six five is going to be concerned about the isms marxism extremism fascism socialism you know they're going to be on the uh, you know all the gender conflicts and controversy that are uh, all of that stuff is six wing five territory six wing seven is going to be much more about what's going on in my personal life i don't necessarily care about all that big drama out there i don't i don't have the energy for that the six wing seven is more focused on my son at school isn't doing well and what am i going to do to help him get better grades and get motivated in school much more focused on that part of life you know the personal part of life um they're very committed to being good friends and making good friends and being there for their friends and they hope their friends you know will be there to support them they they'll honor their promises and their commitments uh they're afraid of losing that support system that support system may may be the difference between life and death for them you know or feel like the difference between life and death so they're going to work really hard to protect that support system and to protect their friends and to be there for their friends and to be a loyal friend. And their greatest fear is probably losing that support system. They love being around people. They can almost seem like a seven because the, in, in, the, in the fact that they're very funny people, very outgoing people. But they'll always have that little bit of caution that maybe sevens don't demonstrate. That little bit of caution of being careful not to say too much or take the joke too far because I don't want to hurt pe- people's feelings. I don't want them to turn against me. And do you think that this, this outfit's okay? Where a seven may never ask you, do, they, do you think this outfit's okay? A six wing seven might you know before i go out do you think this looks okay is this does this look all right what do you think and want that support want that feedback from you that that you think that they got their act together essentially that they that they're okay that they're okay the way they are um they quiet the anxiety within themselves uh, and the doubt that they have through their close connections with real people and and through their sense of humor they can be very funny, very likable, very loyal. Uh, they can tend to procrastinate, uh, especially the six wing seven can tend to procrastinate because um, they may discount the value of their own ideas, discount the fact that they know enough to get to get a start on the project, or they may discount you know whether their project is going to work out or they're going to do a good job, and so they may procrastinate. They may struggle with procrastination. Um, they may give mixed messages. Um, you know, sixes, sixes are a mixed message. Sixes are hot and cold. They are for you and at the same time against you. Sixes are your best friend and can be your worst enemy. Sixes are very much a mixed bag. And I think sixes would feel, excuse me, would feel that way in and of themselves. Like they feel a hundred percent for their organization of choice they feel 100 percent for it but then there's other times where ah, they're not so sure i don't know they feel 100 percent right that toyotas are the best cars ever made and everybody ought to buy a toyota and then they'll see a commercial or read a study and then well maybe i'm not so sure maybe maybe hondas really are now better than i don't know i don't know and sixes are conflicted people um, you know, and the Bible even says about a double-minded man that he's unstable in all he does. And sixes can become a little bit double-minded because they want 
they want to end up safe. And so there's that caution within them that if I throw myself all in, I could be being misled. So I need to be careful. I need to be cautious. And and that keeps them a little bit double-minded all the time, wanting to protect their back. Look, you're trying to look forward, but you've also got to look back. And when you try to look forward and look back at the same time, it makes you double-minded. It's hard to be focused. It's hard to have any confidence. It's hard to have any boldness. If you're a six, I know you struggle with confidence and boldness. You want to be confident. You want to be bold. But it's hard to like really trust yourself and it's hard to really be sure. And again, most of us accept some level of ambivalence to say, well, I know enough that I can make a decision. I know enough. And listen, I'm really close to you guys. I'm a seven wing six. So I'm right there, just right there on your line. Okay. Um, I used to have on my desk for a long time a phrase, you know, that said, know when you know enough to make a decision. Sometimes I want to just keep information coming, just keep my options open. I'm afraid of getting nailed down and I'm afraid of making the wrong choice. But to make no choice is to what? Procrastinate. That's to procrastinate. And procrastinating is always a bad choice. Sometimes you just have to say, I know enough. I'm 70% convinced on this, so I'm going to go ahead and say yes. And that alone to a six sounds horrifying right there. I'm 70% convinced, so it's time to move forward. You're like, yeah, but I want to know. I want to be sure. Well, you might never know or be 100% sure. So you want to get in touch with your gut a little bit. You see, sixes live in the mind. They live in the mind, thinking mode, thinking mode, thinking mode, thinking mode. And that thinking mode can get you in trouble sometimes. You also need to check in on, well, what does my gut say? You know, what does my gut say? How do I feel about this decision? Um, And I need to just take action. There's times when maybe if I start moving forward, I can course correct as I'm moving. But if I just wait till I have the whole map drawn out for me, you know, I might never get started. But if I start moving and start going to action, I can always course correct later. And I think sixes, you know, could benefit by just saying, okay, I'm 70% sure. I I know enough that I can start moving forward. Um, I'm going to start taking steps into action and I can always course correct. Most things are not going to be life and death. Most decisions that you make are not going to be life and death. I know it can seem overwhelming when you're trying to decide, should my kid go to you know, to Jefferson School or to Madison School? And it can be overwhelming to think about that. But you know, the reality is, is maybe there's a plan that's bigger than my plan. And maybe even the mistakes can work out for good. And maybe even the mistakes, you know, can be lessons learned. And, you know, maybe I just need to go with, I mostly believe this is right, so let's let's start moving forward. And if we need to course correct, that'll become obvious to us later. So let's just go ahead and start moving. Let's go ahead and trust. Let's go ahead and believe. Let's go ahead by faith. And if it becomes obvious, you know, without me scanning and prodding and poking and and you know heckling all of the leaders, if it becomes obvious, you know, that I need to course correct, then I'll make that correction later. But, you know, when you go into a relationship or you go into uh, a new beginning from the start trying to poke holes into it or trying to poke holes in, in, in the decision or poke holes in the people in charge, you're going to find a reason why you, you, you will undermine everything. You will undermine your own decisions. 
to the point that you are no longer sure what you should do. And I think that could become a real problem for sixes. Um, okay, anything else I want to say about this? Sixes are easily distracted. <laughs> so are sevens, right? Easily distracted. They seek secure partnerships. They value reliability and trust in relationships. Um, I'd say that's probably good. Funny, likable, loyal. I said all that. They have a zest for experience, a good sense of humor. They like to initiate. Uh, well, no, they can have a hard time initiating projects. They might get them started, but have a hard time, you know, feeling like they know enough or are confident enough to get them to get them get them finished. Uh, they tend to get into diversions and distractions to quiet their anxiety and their fears. Sometimes, uh, you know, shopping or hanging out or playing video games or spending money can be a way to sort of calm their anxiety, you know, calm them down. They could get into like, they're right close to sevens, right? So that seven, six, six, seven is right next to gluttony. So maybe they have a problem with overeating or overspending or drinking or, you know, over entertainment uh, as a way to try to escape from their many fears. So they starting to move toward the seven and maybe even the sins that plague the seven. All right, so as I say, always be present to life, guys. And for sixes, that means, ah, just take a break and relax for a second. Rub your eyes and say, am I in danger right now? Am I in danger? Are they coming for me right now? Are they standing outside my door, you know, with... Uh, uh, threatening to, to take me and pull me out of my home and take away my kids and take away my my uh, my my salary my living are, are they are they are they am I under threat right now and most of the time if you look around you realize you're really not uh, so maybe you could relax just a little bit and move to nine just a little bit and say maybe things are gonna be okay maybe I'm gonna be alright maybe it's not the end of the world maybe I don't have to solve everybody's problem Maybe I could just relax. Maybe things will work out for the good. Maybe don't worry means don't worry. Maybe maybe worrying doesn't help. Maybe worrying makes it worse. Maybe I could relax, take it easy, and just trust in my own ability to get things figured out. Trust in a higher power. Trust that God's with me. Trust that the people around me, that, um, that maybe they can be reliable and that they mean good for me and not all bad and that you know maybe i can take people by the hand and go with them and be okay um that i'll have the resources necessary when when the time comes and otherwise i don't need to be preparing for a fight that may never occur and that if all i do is spend my time preparing for a fight that never occurs then i'm not really present to life as it is I'm so focused on what might happen, what could happen, the da potential danger that I can't enjoy the beauty of right now. Okay, that's a lot to think about. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate your comments. Uh, information, if you want to get in touch with me, is in the description below. I'd love to help you if I can personally. Um, I'm with you guys on this journey. We're going to make it together, okay? All right, I'll see you guys and be good to each other. Bye.